All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and feature titan for episode 280, all the way from beautiful Miami Beach, Florida, none other than Ivan Chorney. Ivan, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for taking the time. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Truly honored, flattered. And once again, your energy is unmatched. Uh, it's just getting me excited hearing you with that intro. So thanks for bringing thanks for bringing thanks for bringing the energy today hey you know what i'm super excited about this ivan and again just to any time that we as the titan nation have an opportunity to to speak with true professionals such as yourself and really understand growth and scale and life and a path i can't help but being excited so i know the audiences as well uh really just to learn from one of the best and the brightest so Without further ado, Ivan, I would love to start with the first question, which is really kind of the origin story. You know, sure. what got you into the business, where you come from, what was the progression in your career up until today? What does that look like if you're painting the picture, Ivan? Sure. So come from Connecticut, as we were mentioning uh, off channel here. Oh, yeah. um, and I actually studied exercise physiology in college. So I don't do anything with it now, obviously, <laughs> but, um, you know, that, that was, that was a great foundation for, we'll say relationship sales, relationship building, um, went out to LA and actually tried my hand in the acting world. Uh, so I was out in, out in LA for four and a half years, 50 some odd commercials on a soap, a couple other things. Had, wait, 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 wait. I, so I got to stop you there, Ivan. No, this is super interesting. So literally going from Connecticut and, and you yeah. and I, like you said, off camera, spoke about the East Coast and, and everything with the history. But going from the East Coast to the West Coast to try your hand at that world and acting, what was it? What, what were your thoughts going through your head when you were making that change, that move? What was um, the You know, I'm really into like Tony Robbins. I'm into a lot of like personal development stuff. And he always talks about the need for certainty and uncertainty. And some people need more certainty and other people need more uncertainty. Um, at that time in my life, I thrived on uncertainty. I like to try my hand in anything. Um, you know, graduating college, I was 215 pounds, like pretty stocky. Um, I played college lacrosse. Hmm. And somehow I had it in my head that you know, because I was really into fitness. I was like, I should be out there on the cover of fitness magazines. This is just what I got in my head. I love it. And um, so I just figured I was going to make that come true. And I had to get out to LA to make it come true. And wow. I mean, countless no's, no, no agencies. And I just wasn't going to take no for an answer. Friends, family probably thought I was effing nuts. Like, <laughs> what is this guy doing? Um, but you know, I was I was fully committed to the fact that I was going to get on a cover. I was going to be in a fitness magazine, and uh, within about four months of arriving there, I was in my first spread for I think it was called Exercise and Health magazine. There were so many of them back then. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, did find great success there. Um, ultimately, it wasn't my long term passion. Okay. Um, and and absolutely, you know, out there, out there on the the West Coast. It, it, it did 
it did feel a little too far removed from my family in in the Northeast. So I realized after four and a half years, I was going to come back to the East Coast. I wasn't exactly sure where I was going to where I was going to land. And then I heard something about this amazing Miami place. (laughs) Never been. Actually, I I landed in Miami Airport once to go on spring break in Key West, but never did anything in Miami. So recruited one of my buddies, said, let's go for a weekend, did a long weekend. We stayed at the Clevelander, this like iconic hotel on Ocean Drive. And you're just kind of exploring, stumbling around. And 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 I don't know what it was about this. Actually, I do know what it was. The city mm-hmm. to me, it was almost like I feel like what the gold miners must have thought when they, when they were when they when they said, Oh my God, the opportunity and yeah. they, it was the gold rush. For me, it was like I just came here and I saw opportunity everywhere. Wow. I, I found the place was was exciting. It was tropical. There was water everywhere, like turquoise blue water. There were amazing buildings. Absolutely gorgeous people. I'm not going to leave that out. I mean, <laughs> you can't. That, that would be wrong, Ivan. That'd be I was wrong. like, oh my god, what is going on here? This is this America? <laughs> oh, so <laughs> Most beautiful good. people in the world, and they weren't afraid to flaunt it. Um, so that also caught my attention. For sure. Um, so that was it. I drove across country hmm. and moved to Miami without knowing a single soul. Wow. And amongst all the various opportunities I saw, I was like, this real estate thing, you know, there's something about it. I have a friend um, who's in Tampa and he's investing in real estate. And he called me and asked me if I wanted to go in on an investment with him. Went in on an investment. That investment was worth 155000 um, and then the housing collapse happened and it was worth 42. Oh. So that was my first experience in real estate investing. And I'm so grateful for it because I really, I really got the hard lesson right at the beginning mm-hmm. and it only, it only got better from there. Um, but I, I would, I actually, I was bartending. One of the many things I was doing was moonlighting as a bartender sure. and I got asked to do a launch party for a building called Canyon ranch. Hmm. And it was a, a three building complex, super high end wellness retreat, well, well wellness resort. Okay. And I was looking at the brokerage and all these cool guys that were, you know, throwing this party. One of the guys who was the broker, I was my my earliest mentor, Jeff Moore. Wow. Uh, he had blonde the blonde highlights in his hair, and I'm like, this is the coolest guy ever. I love this guy. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And and so I just was like, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. I, I want to get my license. I want to come work for you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Probably heard it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I followed through. I went and got my license, called them, harassed them. I was like, I got to, I got to hang my license for you. He was like, okay, hang your license with me. It doesn't cost them anything. Right. Wow. And then I, and then I said, I want to do the Canyon Ranch thing. I want to be on a project. How do I get on a project? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, how big is your database? And I'm like, What's a database? (laughs) (laughs) What's that? (laughs) And so I didn't know, but I quickly figured it out. And I just showed up at, I showed up at the office every day. Every time I saw him, I asked him if there was a project for me. Wow. After about six months, I think he got sick of, you know, me bothering him about it and gave me like the worst project opportunity that was around at the time. Uh, But I took it and I became the top selling agent with amongst a bunch of veterans who had sold lots of stuff. Hmm. Um, and that was really like, that was really like the beginning for me. Um, after that, uh, I was asked to be on another, another project as the market was kind of <laughs> caving in. Um, but it was, it was another amazing learning experience and opportunity. 
And um, and 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 once that project actually didn't happen mm-hmm. because of the housing collapse, sure. um, this this guy Jeff Moore came back to me and he said, "Look, I got four projects. Developers got all this inventory back that they thought they had sold, and I have nobody to sell it. Mm. Nobody nobody wanted a project position at that time. Wow. He's like he's like, will you be the sales director? And I said, sure, let me yeah. try it out. So it gave me four projects and I was the sales director of four projects with a bunch of inventory that nobody wanted, wasn't moving. We had a unit as, as low as $169 a foot. Wow. Brand new luxury with, with a partial water view. Hmm. And, um, and that was how, uh, let's say I got my, uh, my teeth, my teeth wet. <laughs> That's oh, how I started. My gosh, Ivan. But, but that, that whole story and journey again, just going from Connecticut to Los Angeles, pursuing a passion and a dream and really looking at it, seizing those moments, but then identifying, Hey, you know, I've done that. It's time for the next adventure coming back to the East coast and Florida and Miami at that incredible. But what I love about this story is there's not a a linear direction into real estate. Very few people, you know, when they're young say someday when I grow up, this is what it's, it's always just finding your way through opportunity, obviously putting yourself in the right place, having the knowledge and the wherewithal to take the opportunity and seize the moment and continue to go on. Um, but this is a, a proof of concept into the world of, look, you you weren't from Miami and starting from scratch into a business and then really building to what you do today, which is incredible, mind you, is again, just letting everybody know that there's always a way, there's always a path if you put the yeah. time and effort into Absolutely. it. I love it. It's super inspiring to that note. So at the beginning of the career, those opportunities came about you saw and seized even that mentor opportunity you know as, as you mentioned which i think is crucially important no one does it alone but wh- where does your path continue to go ivan because you've done so much and continue to do so i know there's still plenty more of your journey to tell so so what are the next steps i guess walk us through that to where you are today yeah i mean I, just quickly i want to touch on something that you mentioned oh, and, and that there there isn't any like one path to success in real estate there's really so many paths. So like, I think people, when they're um, starting off in the field, you know, it's so important to realize that there's many different paths to success in real estate. So, you know, think about like your natural talents, think about the connections you already have, and, and then just put your put your full laser focused effort into going in that direction. And, you know, things really, really changed for me when, when I was, I got off the fence Mm-hmm. And I just went like 110% into real estate rather than like I was doing real estate. And then I was doing a little of this, doing a little of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just burn the boats. That's what I would say to people that were looking to get into real estate, burn the boats mm-hmm. and you will have no other choice, but to, but to find success or, or you're going to uh, F and drown. <laughs> so, but that's, that's sound advice. I mean, to, to burn the boats, as they say, and, and it's, it's very difficult for anybody to have, peak success by halfway or partially investing. I mean, you, yeah. you re- that's true advice and sound advice. And, and it seems daunting. Anybody who is is newer into the business and not a seasoned pro, they're going to say, whoa, wait a minute, you know, I've got this and the, this and this. Uh, I found through so many entrepreneurs and, and so many incredible, you know, individuals such as yourself, Ivan, that there's never the perfect time. There's never the right time. 
ultimately you just got to do it. As you mentioned, what, what, what was going through your mind? I, I would love to take you back there. When you made that decision, you said, okay, enough is enough. I need to go all in and focus on this. What were you thinking? What was going through your, your process? I mean, yeah. if, if you take it back there. Well, as I mentioned, I'm really into personal development. So mm -hmm. I, I had done a seminar and um, what came up for me, what showed up for me was that I didn't like commitment. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And, and it showed up in every single part of my life, mm. relationships, where I was living, what I did for work. Wow. I was a commitment phobe through and through. Sure. And my takeaway was just commit. Mm. Like stop, stop thinking about like extrapolating all, all the way out to like this and that. And oh, what if this isn't right? And that's just jump in there and figure it out. Like, mm. you know, instead of like burning so much mental energy and vacillating over whether it is or isn't, get in there and fucking try. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll, and then you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out much quicker than vacillating over it for a year. So love it. I, it was just commit. And that was it where I was in my life at that point. I was like, that's it. I am all in on everything. So mm -hmm. it was like, no more, you know, no more like modeling on the side. It was no more bartending. It was no more teaching fitness classes. Wow. It was 110% real estate. Mm -hmm. And and, and that to me was a monumental shift. Wow. And and and, and I really see the trajectory going up in my career um, so quickly from that point on. Unreal. And again, sound advice taking us through your journey, Ivan. I appreciate that too. It just uh, gives perspective for anybody. And and again, anybody who's tuning into this, there's a lot of seasoned pros that also tune into others, such as yourself, to learn and grow and scale. It's yeah. going to put them back into their perspective. When did they go all in? What were they thinking about uh, to project out to others that are in the community of real estate? What, what? So what was it like kind of growing through your journey? Obviously, Ivan and Mike team, you know, so that that came to fruition. And correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, 2020, there was a shift to Compass. Is that is that correct? Yep. So I would love to know what your lineage was, what why compass uh how you and and mike got together what that mm -hmm. looks like i mean you know kind of yeah. going through that that's just a, a great yeah. part of the story too so uh after the four project sales director position yep, yep. um i was inevitably burnt out <laughs> wow and uh took a, a two-month hiatus to go to cape town south africa and Here. again uncertainty so i just you know injected a lot of uncertainty into my life real quick um had an amazing experience came back and i was like okay what's next and um another person who gave me a great opportunity uh harvey daniels um okay. was vice president of development sales at sotheby's mm. and he you know he said ivan I've, I've got this project in bay harbor do you want to be on the team wasn't a sales director role it was just on the team and I said, sure, let me, you know, let me jump in there. Um, and then once again, I, you know, started grinding. I outsold everybody, including the sales director, uh -huh. uh, who who I love. And I love my, my co-salesperson too, uh, but I outsold them both. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and by showing them what I could do, showing Sotheby's what I could do, mm. I was offered uh, a subsequent role at the W South Beach. Oh, wow. And that was the developer was going to start selling a, a, a third, 30 unit block of units that he still owned. He owned half the units in the building. Um, so I took that opportunity. That was another big game changer for me. Mm -hmm. We can get into that. 
but um, Mike was somebody that I'd been introduced to when, right when I moved to Miami mm-hmm. and we had been friends, but it was like one of those friendships where you're like, you see each other, you hang out, you hang out for like a month and then you don't talk to each other for like half a year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know? And so like we would, our, our relationship ebbed and flowed. Mm-hmm. He was doing medical sales. Um, then he had a short sale brokerage. So he, he was doing fix and flips. Like he, and he's super strong on the investment side. Like cool. he, he's, he's um, a savant when it comes to real estate investing, he's written books, all this stuff. Unreal. So really, really compliments me. Well, we both can compliment each other. Well, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, Mike had been really grinding it out mm-hmm. with short sales. Uh, saw what I was doing at the W saw, I was really breaking into luxury and came over to me and he was like, Ivan, can I work for you? And I was like, I don't need you. (laughs) Like you, like you don't need you. Um, (laughs) And he said, well, who's working the weekends here? And I I said, nobody. Mm. He said, who's working the the night shift after you leave? I said, nobody. And who's working the morning before you get there? I said, nobody. He's like, I'll do those. I'll do those hours. Wow. I said, okay, look, nothing to lose. And he said, I'll, and I'll do it for whatever you'll give me. Mm. Whatever you'll give me, I'll do it. So I said, well, I'll give you 25% of anything you kill. Okay. So you get nothing of anything I do. Yep. So within two weeks, he had like a $2 million deal. Unreal. Hmm. So I was like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does he have? Like, oh. this is interesting. So, you know, I, I started to kind of like watch him and pay attention to him more. And um, I learned that nobody had more rigorous and tenacious follow-up than him. Wow. I learned... Like I really learned my follow-up routine from Mike. Um, Mike is somebody that is believes that no is just no for now. Mm-hmm. No doesn't mean no tomorrow. No doesn't mean no month or six months from now. Mm-hmm. I got that from Mike. Um, and we've instilled that on everyone um, on our team. So I also learned that Mike was somebody of tremendous integrity. Mm-hmm. He was somebody I could trust. We were both recently married. Mm-hmm. looking to to start family so we were very much aligned in our um our personal lives we were both into personal development like tony robbins so it was like we had all this synchronicity and um and then you know we started to do a lot more general real estate deals um we were really building a re- resale machine out of the w mm-hmm. and 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 that just really like you know became its own animal yeah um then the uh the pandemic happened Oof, yeah. And like a lot of people we were just kind of like, like, right. holy shit, is real estate dead forever <laughs> or not forever? But it's like, it's a complete standstill. What's going to happen? Sure. Um, and we said, look, you know, Compass had been kind of courting us. Several companies had been courting us. Um, okay. We weren't exactly, um, you know, we weren't exactly fulfilled where we were. Mm-hmm. Love Sotheby's. They were great. Yeah, nothing, nothing bad to say about him. It just wasn't where we needed to go at the time. Um, and we said, look, there's no better time than all this downtime to wow. make a switch over here and get all the systems in place, take advantage of their tech, start learning everything. So we had, we figured we were gonna have like a year to learn all their systems and all their tech. And, <laughs> and then we know it happened. Like the market went nuts. Like yeah. I sold my most expensive property, like 20 something million and i was like squirrel like this is bananas Mm -hmm. Uh, so we switched over to compass and then we literally doubled our sales volume 
every year um, that we were with Compass. Unreal. Unreal. And and the thought process behind that, Ivan, is is incredible. Again, just looking at it from an opportunity standpoint, and no disrespect to Sotheby's, but everybody has an evolutionary time frame where they say, hey, where's the next goal? Where's the next step? And who are we going to best serve and who's going to be able to best serve us? It's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and I find that to be a natural uh, evolution into real estate for sure, as, as everybody knows. Um, timing is everything. I, I think your relationship with Mike, what a beautiful ebb and flow story, just, you know, staying in touch and being apart and coming together, um, you know, with that aspect, I think that that's, that's one thing that I would state in addition to is, you know, relationships are everything. This is a relationship business and the, the world revolves around people. Everyone says money makes the world go round. I think people do, makes the world go yeah. round and, and yeah. um, no one does it alone in that standpoint. So for you guys to find each other and, and really just hone in on each other's skills, I think is, is wonderful to say and to state that I do have to bring it back. I want to take you back to Cape Town. You mentioned it very quickly and then you moved on. So I, I just, I want to hear the story. What? Well, so you you took a, a break and you went, what, what, what did you go for? What was that? And then what was it like to get you back? I, I just to take you yeah. back there, I really wanted yeah, yeah. to. I mean, so um, I had a, you know, a good friend at the time who was a model and yep. he had, he had worked the South African market a couple of times. Sure. Um, and always talked about it, always talked about Cape Town. So, so he was there at that time, working that market. And, you know, again, I, I was pretty burnt out, you know, from working four projects. Yeah. Um, and I, and I just wanted a break. I'd made some good money. Yeah. And um, I had the the ability to just take off. I wasn't, wasn't married, didn't have a girlfriend, had no kids. So like, that was the, you know, that was the time of opportunity to do something like that. Um, and I, you know, I figured maybe I could like, you know, take the, take the rust off of the, uh, the old modeling shoes and see if I could get some, some work. Um, and it was funny because the day after I arrived and, you know, like super jet lagged, Mm -hmm. uh, men's men's health magazine out of Cape town, you know, they, they brought me in for a shoot me and five guys. And the, the shoot was literally like. You know, we were rotating in and out of the, the the waves, and the water was like fifty degrees. Wow, it, it's cold. There's like, you know, it's like there's there's the Atlantic, and then there's the Indian. If you're on the Atlantic side, it's really cold. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. this the shot was waves breaking over our back, and this was like you know fifty degree water. So like they had us rotating in and out. That was like my my welcome to Cape Town. <laughs> oh boy, amazing experience. Uh, I didn't end up getting one fitness job other than that while I was there. Wow. Didn't care. Hmm. I was hiking this mountain called Table Mountain. Like again, and I tell everybody, Cape Town is one of the most amazing cities in the world. Like wow. to me, Miami, Cape Town. Hmm. If you get a chance, go visit Cape Town. Wow. It's one of the most dynamic places in the world. Hmm. Such a melting pot of culture, like Miami. Mm-hmm. The thing it has over Miami is the topography with all these amazing mountains, Oof. wineries, animals. I mean, one day I was petting a cheetah. Next day, I was checking out penguins on a beach, oh going to a vineyard, watching a polo match, you know, like I said, hiking, hiking a mountain, diving with great white sharks. Um, so I had a truly amazing experience again, just and I and I had to meet all brand new people. And some, some of the people um, I still keep in touch with today 
which is really interesting because if I go back to LA, I don't keep in touch with anybody from LA. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Too much and I keep in touch with people from there. Um, so. I love that story though. I, and, and again, not to bring you back to that, but the idea is uh, takeaway through a conversation for me is, you know, you had an opportunity and it's never too late to experience and explore and no matter where you're at in your life, taking those chances and opportunities, I, I think that ultimately most people, if they're kind of rewinding where they've been and what they've done, the big regrets are what they didn't do, yeah. not so much what they actually did. And I think that that's an experience in a journey of your life you'll never forget. And again, it almost refreshed you to kind of get back to what you're doing now and, and once again, just kind of poising for the next totally. adventure. So I yeah. I love that for anybody taking away and, and thinking that they only have to follow one given path or one given way. Um, otherwise, they're not going to have success in life. I think that's backwards. Um, you know, and again, everybody has their own journey to take, but just what a great story um, inside that. So why, why Compass? So there's so many real estate professionals that are out there. The best and the brightest are always being courted. I think that's important to know, but the best and brightest are always looking for their opportunities. So what was going through your head um, making that move, Ivan, from your perspective, why did it make sense? So people um, who follow me at all <laughs> will know that, um, will, will recognize this. Um, how you do anything is how you do everything. It's, well said. It's like an Ivanism, even though I took Tony Robbins. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so the way they courted us to me, I was like their follow-up. Um, I said, if they follow up with us like this, mm. you know, how are they going to be as, as a brokerage, you know, are like, are they, are they really this proactive mm. in, in how they manage their company? Um, you know, and obviously I was um, intrigued by Robert Refkin. I think he's, He's a very inspiring person. He's somebody like you want to listen to, even if let's say maybe you're somebody you don't necessarily agree with his standpoint. Like he's a very like intriguing, inspiring person mm -hmm. um, and a really good person, you know, really intelligent. So, you know, Robert called us and spoke to us like Robert. Robert mm -hmm. was involved in recruiting us. And I was like, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, 10,000 some odd agents. At the time we were producing, I don't know, I think we were 40 million or something. Mm -hmm. We weren't, we weren't like heavy hitters. We were sure. fine. We were doing good business, but mm -hmm. you know, it just, it literally spoke volumes to me about how they were as a company. And, you know, Mike and I said, look, if, if this is a bait and switch and we get in there and it's not like that, we're, we're, we're out. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be back at Sotheby's mm -hmm. and nothing will, nothing will have changed because we're dealing with the pandemic anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we got in there and it was exactly how they presented themselves. And, wow. and they are super proactive. They're not reactive. Mm -hmm. They're always asking how they can help. And, mm -hmm. and that was just like unknown to me. Like it, it was like, I was no longer having to, you know, constantly ask for help, say, oh, I need this. I need that. Like, this isn't working. Like it was like, I've been, have you tried this? I've been, you know, we have this resource. Ivan, you want to take this class? You know, Ivan, can I introduce you to this agent? Hmm. Ivan, do you need any more people on your team? I mean, the the vice president of 
Southeast region or whatever, of Florida, he constantly was calling us. Wow. You know, the, the attention that they gave us um, almost seemed disingenuous. Like this is like, when is this going to change? Like this, this is it, like, <laughs> is this a bait and switch? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then, like I said, there was all this great tech and that was, that yeah. was intriguing to us. The, the um, referral network that they, they very much promote, you know, it was intriguing to us, but it wasn't, those weren't the, um, the trigger points. It was really just the, the experience on how, um, how their culture was. And I, you know, it's like an overused term for them culture, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's really different than anything else I've experienced with, you know, and I haven't been at 80 brokerages. Mm-hmm. I've been at that's, this is my point. So. Hey, but Ivan, you know how your feelings come across and your emotional connection to where you're at. And that's the most important thing talking about follow-up and, and, how Mike conducted himself and how you've, you know, ebbed and flowed with your follow-up based off of that. The fortunes in the follow-up always has been, always will be in my opinion and perspective, but the way that you had described compass as that opportunity to me, it's beautiful. And reason being is that emotional connection that you have the experience and you take it to the consumer, right? Buyer, seller, any centric nature. It's the emotional connection and the way that you make individuals feel that's really that end product. It's an emotional connection. And I think too many brokerages are out there pushing numbers and timeframes and tech stacks and not really basing it off of, well, how is Ivan going to feel? Like, what, what is this really going to be like for him and for his family and for his clients? And the fact that you had mentioned that, that that was a real trigger point, it's a testament. It, it speaks volumes yeah. into it. And, yeah. and ultimately making the right decisions for you and you know you and Mike together, but then also for the team. So let, let's talk about the team. So what does it look like now? Where are you guys going? Uh, I know you've got a lot going on too, too Ivan. And I wanted to mention uh, you got a new project coming up in Fort Lauderdale. So yeah, yeah. Let, let's definitely talk about that. So sure, uh, the team itself, where it's going, and then just upcoming projects, things like that. I, I'm just curious. Sure. So um, we're 10. Actually, we just brought on another guy yesterday. So we're 11 agents. Um, we really look to grow organically. We're not, we're not out there, um, you know, trying to get 20, 30 agents, uh, mm-hmm. be a massive team. We like being a medium team. <laughs> uh, we're the number one medium team in Miami Dade um, by volume in 2022. Number five in Florida, number 26 in the country. Um, we have, besides our 11 agents, we have a full-time director of operations, mm. Fernando. Um, we have a full-time COO, Jessica, who came over from Zillow. Wow. Got to get good people. Yeah. Fernando came from Brown Harris Stevens. Mm. Um, we've got a full-time webmaster mm. um, out of the country. And then we have a couple uh, executive um, admins. Mm. Um, so we've got a pretty, pretty sizable team uh, backing us up. And, um, you know, so just a little side note, mm-hmm. delegating, as I mentioned before, like, yeah, to anyone out there, as soon as you are able to delegate, delegate away all the things that you're not excited about, all the things you're not passionate about, delegate those things away. That will also be a huge shift in your career. It was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but where, where we're, we are the number one pre-construction team in Miami. We love pre-construction. We're like Mike and I, especially, um, we are so passionate about selling pre-construction. We love painting a picture and we love like learning all of the projects. Um, 
we, we call ourselves matchmakers. We're property matchmakers. So we love like learning about the client, you know, learning about their lifestyle and then matching them with a property that, that suits them perfectly. Uh-huh. And Miami has just, uh, it has transformed in so many ways, but also in architecture, mm-hmm. you know, so in, in the ultra luxury real estate space, you know, now we're getting Robert A.M. Stern and um, we have we have Rem Koolhaas, you know, OMA. We've got like all the top architects, Renzo Piano and Zaha Hadid. And it's like it's like it's like going to an art fair, you know, all this amazing, amazing architecture. So that's what Mike and I um, personally specialize in, even even new construction homes. We've been delving into a lot. Um and and our brokerage compass just recruited us to help them sell a luxury um, pre-construction project in Fort Lauderdale on Las Olas um, on the river. Uh, that's called Sixth and Rio. We're super excited to you know bring the the full weight and experience of our team behind that and and behind Compass uh, with such a great little project, a great boutique project. Uh, so check it out, check out sixth and Rio, um, reach out to us if you want more information, but, um, that's, that's really where we see ourselves going more into, um, bringing our, bringing our team into pre-construction projects, helping, uh, developers. Um, and then eventually Mike and I also want to develop, develop ourselves. So we're, we're looking at, at different parcels. We're looking at, you know, doing JV stuff with some of our clients even because, you know, um, a lot of our clients become our friends just naturally. We, we really develop, um, deep, deep, warm relationships with our clients that are, that are really long lasting. And, um, again, because integrity is like, so, um, vital to us, um, our clients can see that and they trust us. Even our, our German European clients who say they trust no one, <laughs> they say they trust us uh-huh. and they're willing to JV on projects with us. So um, that's where we see ourselves growing, um, going and growing, but maybe even growing into other markets. Fort Lauderdale is a secondary market for us, but we want to get a bigger toehold there um, and also in, in Palm Beach. And then uh, from there, who knows? Unreal, Ivan. And, and, and again, just talking about everything, I can really feel the passion into what you do and, and what you've accomplished and continue to. And when you talk about the architects and, and luxury real estate and, and really just going above and beyond that nature, it, it's it's such a big deal. And I think that people really need to understand and feel that unfortunately or, or fortunately, not everyone is created equal. And there's lots of different options and opportunities for working with real estate professionals and again, just understanding who you're working with and what the goals are together, but that passion and that emotion that comes through, I'm sure that Mike is just the same to that nature. I, it seems like you guys are hand in glove sort of scenario, which is which is a beautiful thing. Uh, so Ivan, I I need to I need to jump into the second part of this, and I think everybody uh, really appreciates that note. And you've already given beautiful nuggets of information into here and takeaways. But this Too many is, nuggets, maybe. <laughs> no, 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 never enough, never enough. But but as you're going through, everyone tunes in to learn from the best and brightest, and especially into this. So if you could go back and pick or choose one or two things that you added or implemented into your career that you really saw growth, scale, or, or movement of the needle, what does that look like? What advice would you give the audience who's tuning into this live with us now or after the fact? Number one, jump, get off the fence. I mentioned that earlier. Get off the fence. If you're doing multiple things, like get get focused. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I mentioned it, delegate. 
Mm-hmm. Huge shifts uh, for me personally and in my career. And I was, this is something that I had to um, help massage Mike into. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike was a little tighter on the, on the, on the spin. Because um, sure. he's also, he's, he's a little bit more focused on the management stuff. He likes doing that. I don't like doing it. Um, so he sees the numbers more and I'm more, and, and I'm impulsive and spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, we've got to hire somebody. We've got to hire somebody. We've got to hire somebody. What about this guy? What about this guy? And, and eventually I just warm down. I just warm down. So another <laughs> sales technique, right? We're wearing him down until he says yes. <laughs> um, so we, we brought on Fernando who had been a contract coordinator at Sotheby's then was at Brown Harris Stevens. And we stole him from Brown Harris and life-changing. Wow. He, not only is he our contract coordinator, our listing coordinator, he does showings, he organizes moves for our clients. Mm-hmm. He is really customer care, white glove service. He'll help people move in, move out. I mean, you name it. Like one of my clients just tipped Fernando $500 because he was so like grateful for what Fernando does. Wow. And I was like... That's awesome, man. Like, and 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 you deserve it, and and you deserve it tenfold. Like, yeah. The, the, what he takes off of our plate um, enables us to spend more time on the things that we enjoy and the things that we're passionate about, and 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 allows us to stay focused on our clients and on closing deals. Mm-hmm. So, um, without that, we we definitely wouldn't be at two hundred seventy six million. So. Wow, and and Ivan, as you're you're mentioning those those uh, takeaways, it, it's massive. I mean, really staying focused or or projecting the focus, getting off the fence, and going all in, as, as you mentioned through your life. You're a true practitioner in this. You're not just saying it because it sounds good. You're saying mm-hmm. it because you've lived it and you've experienced sure. the differences, and that's what that's what's really important about that. Um, you know, in addition to is to leverage or to bring people on into the fold. Um, you know, I think it's that old adage, um, and I might butcher it, but uh, you can go fast alone, but for far together. And, yeah. and I think that that's the mentality that you're mentioning is uh, articulating, understanding what your strengths are, where your passions lie and everything else that isn't those things that move the needle, bring somebody or something on. And it brings up that topic of so many incredible Titans, yourself included, they're not necessarily looking for um, the the what or the how, but it's more so the who, the the person. And, and so many people just miss it. They miss it. And and I get it from from Mike's perspective. I understand that thought process. Hey, you got to look at the bottom line, and yeah. you know, there's top line, there's bottom yeah. line revenue, and all those things. But um, you know, ultimately, bringing on the right person is going to pay for themselves again and again and again. Yeah. And and that's. That's kind the of first that. hire is the hardest hire. Sorry to. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, please, please. Uh, the first, the first hire, it's the hardest. It's the hardest. And I know it's hard for, for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, you know, if you're just kind of making ends meet and you're early in your career, maybe you're late in your career, but you're, you're trying to, you know, move to the next level. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to take a step back to take, take 10 steps forward. And, you know, financial stuff is scare is scary, but I would, I would implore you to jump in there and, and make that first hire. Um, and you also reminded me of another Tonyism, which is proximity is power. Oh, so be careful of who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and 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 that goes to family that goes to everybody i mean like we you know people would say oh you know you guys are like a family and i'm like yeah our team is like a family but we're better because we're actually we're actually chosen we've, we've hand selected every one of these people um because we ha- we're so guarded about the people that we bring into our space sure. um no drama none of the bull crap you guys going on like you keep that out here don't bring it into our sphere um we're really protective over that and and we also tell people you know and we bring them onto our team if by the time your journey with us ends if you don't leave um as a better human being then we've failed so we're what's more important to us is that not that somebody makes a whole lot of money for us or makes even makes a whole lot of money for them we don't know what their goals are but just that they become a better human being because Mike and I are in it to become better human beings and to um, convey that experience, uh, to convey a rich and an enriching experience to people we work with and uh, the clients we work with. So wow. that's kind of like our unsaid motto. <laughs> uh, I, I love the motto. I, I love it. You're mentioning proximity and and good and bad into that. And I think, uh, you know, always auditing your, your environment, uh, you know, the people that are around you, and it, it equates to the books that you read, the movies you watch, the podcasts you listen to just any level of consumption that's going on, positive or negative, has an impact. And I, I think that that is a, a heavy emphasis onto success um, in so many different aspects of life, not just business. Yeah. Uh, and, but Ivan, everything you're saying is just true to word uh, that's out there that people can really apply. Is there anything that you want to wrap this episode up? And I know, I know we're judging here on time, so I just have to be sensitive to that. I know you got a lot going on. So Zoom presentation (laughs) of the the Waldorf Astoria, another amazing new construction project in South Florida. Uh, But um, no, when you were talking about auditing, you reminded me uh, also you can't manage what you don't measure. So that's a that's a a recent takeaway for Mike and I when we uh, attended Business Mastery. is you got to know your numbers, know your numbers of, of everything, know where you are. If you don't, if you don't know where you are, then you can't go. You can't grow from there. You can't just, you know, you can't just freaking jump on the sailboat without it, without your GPS coordinates and just go like, mm-hmm. cause you don't know where you're going to end up. So um, you got to make, you got to measure everything and then you can manage it. So um, you know, there, there's lots of, there's, there's lots of things for people to, to, to look at, um, but also probably the difference from where you want to be from where you are is about two millimeters. So I also wouldn't want people who are listening to me today to get, Oh, go, Holy fuck. <laughs> I got to do this. I got to start doing this. I got proximity. I got to hire people <laughs> two millimeters. Choose one thing, one thing that you're going to change. One thing that you're going to implement small two millimeters will have a huge compound effect. And then you can figure out how you grow from there. Um, and it's not linear as we've discussed, you know, early on, there's many different paths for me. It was new construction for the people that we bring on our team. It's joining a team. It seems to be a, uh, something that's really popular today. So I would say like, you know, if you're looking to get going in this industry, like find a team and then, and then jump in you know, the, the three keys to mastery are repetition, immersion and modeling. So mm-hmm. You got to find somebody, a role model. You got to immerse yourself and you got to repeat, 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 repeat. Follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. <laughs> wow. Ivan, that's, it. that's enough. You are a true pro, my friend. Actually, I have to say this. 
you you were dubbed an official real estate titan, my friend. <laughs> so that is a badge of honor you carry forever. No one can take that away. I there's no it. trophies. There's no plaques. I love it. it. Makes me want to flex. That's titan. right. True real estate <laughs> titan. That's that's the thumbnail right there, Ivan. Hey, I, I Thanks, truly Ray. cannot thank you enough. Incredible episode. Beautiful takeaways. Uh, I, I just truly appreciate all your time today. Ivan. No, thank you, man. This was this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for bringing the energy. I really love. I really loved our conversation here. Uh, enjoyed talking to you and get to know you as well. And and thanks, thanks again so much for the opportunity. I'm in pleasure and honor, all mine. Truly, 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 I mean that. And everybody out there, I mean to you. Thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here at Doing Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You do know what to do at this point. I have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Linebolt Media. If you are a real estate professional looking to grow and scale your business with leading edge digital marketing visit lionboltmedia.com for more information. We're live here every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Ivan. Thanks, man.